Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, Retro Life for You. My name is Chris Adams, host of the show. Sitting in with me again this week is Miss Cindy from Truly Outrageous 80s. Cindy, welcome back again. Thanks, everyone. Hey, we're making a habit of this. For long, Travis, you might not have a job, man. <laughs> you need I a woman's touch. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Might have been, you might be listening to your replacements. You never know. <laughs> Hey, you never know. I need to meet him <laughs> first before I replace him. <laughs> uh, this we're doing a bonus episode tonight. Uh, by the way, Cindy just got done with me. We were doing the um, Christmas story special that were episode that we did, and we thought, why not touch on some of the TV specials we grew up watching that we really liked? Uh, there were so many of them, and um, when I think of Christmas specials, the first thing that comes to mind for me. I'm not sure about you, but for me, it's and I, I think they referred to it as stop motion. Is that what it was? The stop motion shows like Rudolph and Frost. Well, Frosty was a oh, cartoon. Oh yes, uh, Frosty was a cartoon, but Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, um, Rudolph and the Isle of Misfit Toys, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, they always had boy. like yeah, they always had like Bird Ives or someone like that doing the narration to mm-hmm. uh to the the show and he's got a little character of him for the stop motion character out there when he's out in the in the snowstorms. Um I always think of those and I look forward to those every year. Every single year I look forward to it. And like last year is the first year I can remember in a while that I didn't get to watch any of them. And I was not too happy about that because they only come out once a year on TV. <laughs> now I could probably find them somewhere, you know, at this day and age you could probably download anything you want at Yes. Like but there's something though about catching it when it's on TV that night. Definitely hits different. <laughs> right, it does. And so I've always looked for them like that. But what are some of the ones that you grew up loving that you know that you think of today when you hear, you know, Christmas TV specials? Oh man, there's so many. But those, of course, Frosty the Snowman was one of my favorites. Um, the Garfield Christmas special, uh, mm-hmm. Mickey's Christmas Carol is probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, the California Raisins Claymation Special. Did you ever watch that one? Yes. That one's a good one, too. I love the the Carol of the Bells segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Grinch the Store Christmas, of course. That, oh, yeah. I have to watch forget. that every year. Can't forget about the main one. Can't do that. Mr. Grinch. Mm-mm. And everybody was, I think everybody at one point was into the California Raisins. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't go nowhere without seeing a commercial with the California raisins on it or seeing some kid doing that little little goofy dance where they're strutting along, pointing their fingers out and yeah. talking about how they heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. I definitely hit it big with those raisins. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, know, you were talking about some of the, like Garfield, uh, the, the Mickey's Christmas Carol. That's like the playoff of, um, uh, Charles Dickens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good with Scrooge, yes. <laughs> of course, being yes. Scrooge. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And Mickey being the one who played the worker and everything. So I do remember that. That was great. Cratchit, yeah. <laughs> some of the now there was also some very bad ones though that I can remember. Uh, when I say very bad, I mean people choose not to remember them or they don't claim to know of them sometimes <laughs> or something. There was a, a there was a Christmas special for Star Wars. <laughs> yes. I just posted uh, did, about that too. <laughs> did you? That's awesome. Yeah. I have to go. I have to go look for that one. That's awesome. Uh, a lot of people was that they will not tell you that was good at all. 
He-Man and She-Ra Save Christmas or something like that was another one that they talk about being kind of um, not so good. And well, I, Skeletor suddenly is like saving people and just not completely out of character. Right. And I'm going to have to go back and watch this again because and I, it, 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 it's on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. I want to go back and watch this because I am just drawing a complete blank on how it went. I remember Orko ending up on Earth. Yes. I remember that. And but when they try I, to bring him back, he come, they, he had some kids with him, and then they had to try to get him back to Earth. There's a, yes, a lot I of going on. I don't remember a great deal about it, so I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. i got to find it and just watch it again just for the sake of seeing this. To remember yeah, why I have to, too. That. I haven't watched it in a while. But um, here soon, I mean, we are sitting on December the 3rd right now as we record this. Um, I mean, all the specials are about to be hitting the TV. They're coming up. I mean, the first and second week of December, we usually see a couple. By third week, we've seen pretty much all of them at that point. Um, you know, you've got the Frosty and the and, and Rudolph. They'll be on CBS unless they decide not to do them this year and put them straight to Paramount. They Which sh- I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't either because they're doing so much of that these days. They took out all the peanut specials. Yes. I mean, I I just kind of figured these would be next. They're just kind of phasing things out. Yeah. Luckily, I have them all, so I don't have to wait to watch them on TV. I can just play them. Now, did you get yours on DVD or VHS or something? Or I have them on DVD. I have a few on VHS, but most of them are on DVD. Cool. I was looking at something earlier, and it reminded me of a few things that I had um, that was Christmas-related when I was a kid as well, too. Do you remember the books on record? Oh yeah. So you get your record playing, your and it's it's reading the story to you, but you can read along in the book and turn the pages as you're going, as you're listening to it and read along. <laughs> when with you it. hear that thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you get your little adventure going there, and I saw some yeah. of those for sale. I mean, it's amazing how many things these things people still have out there. Uh, you know, Christmas related, like Rudolph or Frosty, or you know, they've got like um, Night Rider. They get the A Team. There's like He Man. There's uh, Scooby Doo. There's well, you have all those cartoons and series that throw out their own specials as well. Yeah. I remember seeing earlier, I was looking for specials. I don't remember seeing this come out, but they're talking about how all these cartoons at the time were pretty much put their own special. I remember the Pac-Man special. Oh, I love that one. Yes. I remember that one. But the one I don't recall they were talking about, they said Rambo even had one. Oh, well, I, remember, I don't, I remember, I don't remember that either. No, I remember the Rambo cartoon. But I don't remember a Rambo Christmas cartoon. Yeah, I don't remember either. So, which is interesting because, like, as of now, I'm coming across a bunch of specials that I never saw as a kid. Like last year, I discovered maybe two years ago that Ziggy had a Christmas special as well. I didn't even know they had Ziggy had a cartoon. <laughs> there's a ton of things. When I was looking earlier for things, I, I remember the Smurfs. I remember watching yes. the Smurfs special. All right, um, of course, I told you Star Wars. That wasn't really 80s. That was 1978, I believe. Right. 78, 79. But it, what we, it, it, it aired in the 80s, too, though. I mean, they were still showing it. I'm sure they showed it a few times. You know, for the kids to see. Inspector Gadget. Uh, remember oh. that? I don't remember a cartoon. I mean, I'm a Christmas cartoon. I remember Inspector Gadget, for sure. Right. I don't remember the special. Now I'm going to have to search for that. The Berenstain Bears. Uh, the Berenstain Bears Christmas Tree. Is what it was called. There was a Fat Albert Christmas special. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Chipmunk special, I remember that was a good one too. Yes, the Chipmunk special. I, I love the Chipmunks. I was when I was younger. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a Christmas special. 
It wasn't a oh. cartoon version. It was like the live action version of them. Oh, really? Uh, huh. We wish you a turtle Christmas. <laughs> I'm gonna have to write write these down. Yeah, we wish you a turtle Christmas. I don't I don't recall ever seeing that. Um. Oh, I don't know how we could forget the Muppets though. The Muppets. Oh yes. Always they had their own Christmas Carol. Right. Exactly. Muppet Family Christmas. There was you know the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Walton's Christmas, Little House on the Prairie had a Christmas. We talked. Well, I mentioned to you earlier, Silver Spoons always comes to mind as a TV show. And you said you didn't really remember what it no. would be with that one. So, in the first season of Silver Spoons, there's an episode, oh, three, four, five episodes in of the season. And it's set at Christmas time. And of course, uh, the son, which is uh, Rick, is still kind of getting used to living there at the house with his father and all the people. And then the fact that his father is uber rich and mm-hmm. more money than he can know what to do with and all this other stuff. And this little kid knocks on the door looking for the odd job work he could do to get money to buy his parents presents with, I guess for Christmas. Well, the kid is Joey Lawrence. That's one of his first TV. Oh, appearances. Wow. So his character, now I have to look this up. <laughs> you have to look it up now. Not one time though. Not one time did he go, whoa, <laughs> not once. <laughs> that was that was created for Blossom. <laughs> yeah, that must have come way later down the yeah. road. But um, And uh, come to find out that him and his family were homeless. Uh, Rick had followed him one day when he was um, curious about what was happening. I think he's seen him stuffing cookies and snacks into his bag or something to take with him, thinking no one was seeing him. And as it turns out, like I said, uh, he followed him and his family and him were living in this little cave-like area because they had lost their house and everything, and his father lost his job. So, you know, it's a kind of a typical kind of a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. You know, someone's down their luck, something bad happened. Uh, the people who can help and help the most, they do something good for them. And, you know, happy, feel-good feeling for the show. Yeah. So if you like Silver Spoons, um, it's a great episode to watch. Go back and look up and watch. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, when I say Silver Spoons, shame on you. <laughs> uh, go look up Silver Spoons. The intro song was really cool. Everybody liked it because all the 80s TV shows had the best intro songs yes. of all time. Nowadays, you get little little, little tidbits of music with no That's words. If. Lately, what I've seen is just the credits over the initial scenes right and you i want something to lead me into it that's fun i mean hype me up for the show when you go back to the 80s things and my friend was laughing at me the other day i've got all kinds of lists on my spotify list on my my spotify program like i've got my rock list my country list i just i I just put rap on it but it's like the rap when i was a teenager (laughs) dude you're talking like like, (laughs) yes that's what it is basically my daughter thinks it's the funniest thing ever because my spotify thing come out for the end of the year Show what I listen to the most, and my third most listened to thing says gangster rap on it. <laughs> she just died <laughs> laughing. I said, "Come on, be laughing." You know what I got on there? It's like it's like Tupac and NWA and Easy E and Too Short and all you know Biggie and all these people. And they're like, "You listen to that?" And I was like, "I'm 16, 17 years old. Yeah, I listened to that. <laughs> it was big at the time. It was popular, of course. You know. So I mean, but one of my lists I've got." And it's one of my most played lists that I have is movie soundtrack hits. Okay. I love movie. I love movie soundtrack. It's songs that were particularly made for the movie, or 
it was just popular in that movie. Like I right. the Tiger was on an album for Survivor, but it was made particularly for I think the Rocky movie. Uh or maybe it was meant for something else and ended up in Rocky. I can't remember which. I think it was made for Rocky three, I think. Um, but I'll have stuff like that, and I even tossed in a few TV shows on there. And we're in my car going in the road, and the theme from Airwolf kicks in. <laughs> Which coincidentally is the ringtone that plays on my phone when he calls my phone. But I got him I get him singled out from everybody else, so I know it's him when he calls. A lot of my times my ringer's turned off because at work I can't have the ringer turned on mm-hmm. go off and everything. So but uh that played, and then coincidentally, two other ones in a row after that played. And there was a theme from the A team that played, and then the Miami Vice theme. <laughs> and I'm like, if I got those, you'd know I got Miami Vice. And he said, Well, what all others do you have? So I'm just rattling them off. And so I got I got chips. Uh, I've got the That's greatest American. <laughs> it is. I got the greatest American hero. Oh man, yes. I mean, how can you not have that one on there? But anyway, uh, all these shows and silver spoons had a great intros to them. And um, it's just things you did. It sits with you. That, that's why you remember them. You, it's why you relate to them so well. It's just got this nice sound to it. It's a catchy song. And yeah, it just you, makes you hear the whole music. premise through the mm-hmm. song. Right. Right. So uh, th- that's a good one to see. So if you want to you know, catch that one, definitely catch that one. You see Joey Lawrence is one of his earliest TV show appearances, if not, if not his first. I'm not sure if it's exact first, but it's definitely early. In his career, he's very young. Yeah, now I'm gonna have to search for that. I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, so you guys, I think you'll like it. Um, you mentioned Frosty earlier being some of your favorites. I'm gonna go opposite of you and go Rudolph because Rudolph was uh one of my favorites as a, as, as a young kid growing up. One of my favorite Christmas songs was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, it's definitely a good one. Frosty yeah. just you know hits you right in the feels because he's gone and then you have to wait for him next right. year to come back and you yeah. see. Her crying over the pile of not even the, the puddle of melted snow. It just you know. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want one of my favorites. <laughs> you definitely don't want him running a fever in any way. Um, he doesn't last long with that. All you get is just the little cob pipe and the hat and uh, what else was left behind in the puddle. Uh, there was just two or three things in the puddle every time. I think the scarf it was a scarf and a hat. <laughs> And a pipe and a stick, wasn't it? A walking stick. Was it like a broom? Oh, okay. a broom. Yeah, a broom. That's it. Well, and what does he say every time he's brought, every time he's brought to life? What does he <laughs> Happy say? birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these are some fun things. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, uh, speaking of Rudolph, I've always asked people since I, since Rudolph's my favorite. You had there was what was there three Rudolph specials? Or were there two claymations and one cartoon? I say claymation, stop motion. I mean, not claymation. I, I say claymation uh, too. Was it? Was, was it, there a, a cartoon one? I don't. I, for some I reason, remember. I'm for some reason I'm, I was thinking there was a cartoon, and I can't swear to it though. I know for sure we had the original stop motion where he's born. You see, he's got the red nose sticking out. I mean, it's a little yeah. They try to good. cover it up, and then right it doesn't work. And then you see where all the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. <laughs> then they wouldn't let poor Rudolph join in the reindeer games. Just use the whole the song to describe his whole little life, poor thing. The, the song is the entire special. Yeah, it's it's this, it's the special. The, the 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 whole special is the song brought to life and drawn out. 
I mean, it, it's so even when he gets to the part where Santa comes to him on Christmas Eve and asks him to you know, lead his sleigh because of his red nose and everything shining so bright. Um, now, do you just, know all the reindeer? <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to do me like that. Uh, it's funny. I did at one point because I used to love, I still love to watch Jingle All the Way. Um, it's part of the Rudolph the Nose Reindeer song. I know. What, <laughs> At, at, at the beginning of the song, right? We're right. leading into it. <laughs> Man. Let's see. Comet Cupid. You know, Dasher. <laughs> oh, Dasher and Dancer and Donner and Prancer Lid- and Prancer. Blitzen. Prancer, yes. I did okay, I'm not even getting the Prancer. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> Have you got the McDonald's song down yet, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that last if you're putting me on the spot, <laughs> you on the spot as well. <laughs> I got to release that video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, see, now I'm going to have to go back and look at it so I can learn it, just so I can prove to you that I do know it. Course, there you go. Gonna, we got to post it's that. Not, it's not going to be proof, though, because you're going to be like, he's reading in the background right now. I see his eyes moving. <laughs> the cute cards in the back of the camera. I'd be, be like this. Oh. Uh, uh, Rudolph, uh, Prancer. You guys couldn't see that, but I was blocking my camera from you. <laughs> that way you can't see my eyes move side to side as I read. Uh, did you like more or less that one or the one where he does where where he goes to the Isle of Misfit Toys? They're both good. I like the Isle of Misfit Toys too. Yeah. You see a whole is, range of other characters. Now, is that the same one? I'm actually. Can't remember correctly for sure. Is that the same one where you got uh, the little elf that wants to be the dentist? Yes, I think so. I think it is too. I think it's in two separate stories. You've got him where he gets kicked out and leaves, and he ended up meeting with Rudolph, and then they end up meeting with uh, uh, Yukon. I think his name was. He was the, yes the climber, and they run to the the Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. There you go. And then the snowman. I have to just, rewatch that one. Just to find out that the reason why the abominable snowman is so mean is because he's got a hurt tooth. So mm-hmm. it's like the little little elf dentist was there to fix his tooth. That's a cute story. People just don't understand people sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like all of them though. Um, what well, what are some of your favorites? Then? I mean, as far as I mean, you don't have to go cartoons. I know I asked you earlier about some favorites. You don't have to go cartoons if you were. You're picking TV specials. I mean, you can go TV series you remember, uh, made for TV movies, even if you got something like that you like, or anything. Is there anything that stands out to you that you really like to go back and look at? Um, like I said, most of the cartoons I I own, so I watch them all the time. But it's hard to find um, the specials like you're mentioning, so I have to go back. But one that I saw last year that I don't remember seeing as a kid, but I saw it and i don't even know why i came across it but it was um i don't even know what it's called but it's one of the alf christmas specials i don't know if you saw that one but it's where where, one where he ends up going to a hospital and there's this sick girl and he tries to help her and it's a really cute story sounds familiar is is it cartoon or stop motion no it's no it's an actual episode of the series just of the what? Chris of the series. 
Did you ever watch Elf the the TV show? Elf the TV show? No, no, Alf. Oh, I thought you said Elf. I'm trying to picture an Elf <laughs> in my mind. So the Alf, yes, the alien I, life form. Yes. Okay, I, I remember. I did watch Alf. Now, do I remember a Christmas special? No, but I, I did watch. I did. I did watch Alf though, for sure. But it was. I forget what it is, but somehow they're on vacation, staying at a cabin, and he ends up at a hospital. I gotta rewatch it, but I never saw that one as a kid, and I saw it a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, this is interesting, because I had never seen it. He helps this little girl who's sick, and he gets it, you to feel good. What was Alf's real name? <laughs> Gordon Shumwell. <laughs> There's no stopping her, I'm telling you. There's no stopping <laughs> this girl. I can't stump her on things. I'm trying. I'm sure think, there is. <laughs> I didn't think she would get the Gordon part. Okay. Look, his name is Alf. Duh. <laughs> I only say it like 500 times an episode. <laughs> good show, oh. good show. But um, I did definitely like the cartoons more. I would never missed the Peanuts. You know, it's the Christmas Charlie Brown and Garfield. So many. The, the peanut stuff was always big on all the stuff. You had your peanuts Thanksgiving special. You had it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and you know, the peanuts Christmas. So, where he's got the little scraggly tree that he's got with the yeah. one ornament hanging off the top of it, you know. Um, I love those the when they're practicing for the play and all the dancing. <laughs> those uh, dances are perfect. <laughs> uh, the woman that did Peppermint Patty uh, was uh, at the show I went to. I, oh. where I, mentioned, I, I mentioned to you where I got to meet the. The three main stars from the Dukes of Hazard show. Uh, the lady that did Peppermint Patty was there as well. Uh, she was just one of two other pe- two other people. Wow. It was it was well, it was the three of. So it was the ones that played Bo and Luke Duke and Daisy Duke. The guy that played the um, the uh, deputy Cletus, mm-hmm. uh, not Enos, but Cletus, and then you had the guy that played Huey Hogg, which was Boss Hogg's nephew. And one of the guys that replaced Bo and Duke when they left that one year, it was the guy that was the blonde one, Byron Cherry. Was he, he like was a cousin? Just, yeah, they were cousins. So it was like the he would have been your new Bo Duke because he was the blonde one. Mm. The other one was um, I can't remember his name, but uh, he played a uh, Vance. Uh, it was Coy and Vance were their names. That guy ended up actually dying from something. I forget what it was. Um, Fairly sad. He wasn't that old either. He's fairly young. So, but anyway, the lady who played Peppermint Patty was there. Uh, didn't get a chance to go by her table or anything. Was, oh, she didn't call you Chief. <laughs> no, didn't call me Chief. Didn't call me Chuck or anything else like that. <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to go over there. I was, I was wanting to at one point, and then after all the waiting we did to see the other three, I was just tired and wanted to go sit down for a bit. And then by the time that the other the other two people I went with were done getting their stuff. Um, they said, you ready to go? And I'm like, sure. Cause I'd forgotten all about her at that point. Then we left. Uh, but next to her was also the guy that played the, um, I don't know if it was the original or one of the episodes of Friday the 13th. He played Jason and it wasn't Kane Hodder. It was somebody else. that's a little lesser known, I think. Hmm. So, but, uh, anyway, um, there's no Friday the 13th Christmas specials. Is there? <laughs> I don't think so. Slashing deals right in half. <laughs> um, so Talk about uh, your Black Friday, right? <laughs> right. 
But your Saturday morning cartoons, too. Uh, just not forget Saturday morning cartoons that did their versions of Christmas stuff. You had your Smurfs. Everybody was big on the Smurfs, and they did their thing. Uh, you mentioned Alvin and the Chipmunks earlier. We talked about Pac-Man and the Christmas uh, the Christmas uh, cartoon for the, the Pac-Man series. Um, I think at one point on Spider-Man and his amazing friends, they, they had an episode that was shot around Christmas time. Uh, I say shot. That was made around like, the Christmas <laughs> feel to it. Um, everybody is laughing at me now. You know what I meant? Um, <laughs> it wasn't really a, an entire Christmas theme, I don't think, but it was like set in the Christmas time frame for what they had going on. So not quite the same, but you know, somewhat. Um, I want to even say G.I. Joe at one point had something to do with Christmas and one of their small 30 minute you know, e- episodes they had. Yeah, I'm sure most of them, especially the ones that were on for a couple of seasons must have had at least one special yeah all, all the ones that made you know sales on toys and things i'm sure they did everything they could to market them 100 percent, which would include a christmas or a thanksgiving or uh, a halloween whoever fit their mold the best you know i imagine they all had something that christmas comes to pack line was a good one now that you mentioned i'm remembering because they didn't know what christmas was something like right. that right and right oh yes the eye, the ghost eyes, I guess after they get chomped, the eyes that are floating in the air scare the reindeers and somehow cause the sleigh to crash. This is a big thing, and that's how they meet Pac-Man. That's I how remember. Santa meets Pac-Man. Yeah, I can't remember that part, but that's that, yeah. that's good. You get it's also memory if you on your part there. Uh I was yeah, thinking I have myself, to watch that again. I was thinking to myself earlier, I'm about to find it when I was looking through different specials and I saw that one. So I'm gonna go back and watch the Pac-Man. It's a Pac-Man cartoon I like. I remember watching it on Saturday mornings. It was all the thing with Saturday morning cartoons was you had to be picky because some mornings there was there was something on each channel on two. In my area, it was two, four, and five: ABC, NBC, CBS. So mm-hmm. you all, you had something on each one that you wanted to watch. Sometimes they happened at the same time, and it's not like we had TiVo or you know, DVRs and stuff like that back then. Mm-mm. You could yeah, might record choose. something if you if you had a VHS at that time. You know, um, you could record one on VHS and watch the other. But usually, you know, you're picking one to watch one week and the next week you'll watch the other, unless there's a really good episode that's on or the other one, you go back to it again. But uh, I remember doing stuff like that. And it was stressful. (laughs) As a kid that age, it is. You want to see them all. Yes. Even the Super Friends had like a little, you know, uh, Christmas kind of thing going on at one point. They had all of them had Santa hats on during the, at the, at, at one point of the cartoon, the little cartoon episode they were doing. Mm-hmm. I can remember visually seeing that. I can't remember exactly what the story was about, but little bits and pieces of things like that I can remember. And 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 everybody's like, well, you know, why can't you remember this stuff? Okay, I am 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're talking stuff 40 years ago. Yes. I'm talking about this point. Okay, I remember some of it. I, I don't even watched... remember why I walked into the kitchen. So yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I remember some of these episodes. Yeah, you want me to remember that? And I can't tell you what I had for dinner two weeks ago. So it's funny. It's interesting, though, because for certain things, I'll remember the smallest details. And then I, you know, mm-hmm. go downstairs to do something and have to walk all the way up because I forgot what I was going to do. <laughs> I was a wrestling nut when I was young. I'm talking like Donnie, I'm, I'm talking like preteen. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still, to this day, I'll still watch it here and there. But Wrestling Nut. And the local area in Tennessee had this place. Uh, 
We just called it Memphis Wrestling. It had an actual name to it, like CWA, Continental Wrestling Association, or something like that. But there was a guy named Jerry Lawler that people know from Monday Night Raw, the WWF stuff. They made him kind of popular as an announcer. But he was a pretty big wrestler back in his day. And um, um, I can vividly describe to you quite a few things that happened on TV during those shows that I watched when I was 10 and 11 years old and not miss a beat or a detail on what happened in it. That's awesome, man. Hey, hey, did you watch Monday Night Raw two weeks ago? I think so. Um, I don't remember who was on it, but, you know. Can't Back tell when it was WWF. It, it's, well, it's WWF. Oh, I'm sorry. I said WWF. I'm wrong. Then WWE is what it Wasn't is that, these days. That's what it. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's what Major Lawler famous as an announcer <laughs> is WWE. I you know, I worked which, with Tito Santana at one point. <laughs> did you really? Yes, he was a teacher at the school I, that I worked for. I was going to ask you when he was a teacher at that time because I. Yeah. I know, I had before this podcast, two years before this podcast, I had a wrestling podcast and I got to talk to quite a few of the old ones that used to wrestle when I was growing up. So if anybody uh, listening right now was, you know, a wrestling fan growing up, uh, you can picture I had like um, Road Warrior Animal. I had like uh, some of the ones from my local areas like Bill Dundee and uh, uh, Jimmy, the Boogie Boogie Man, Valiant. They called him Handsome Jimmy Valiant up north. When he was in WWF, oh, cool. um, but anyway, I, I I don't want to go through the whole list. It's like somewhere between 15, 20 different people. Um, but I guess talked to a lot of them, and I reached out to Tito Santana because I found out that he was a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if he's a teacher, he's got an email address. You can find him that way. So <laughs> I, I, I I emailed him to ask him. I told I him did what you. I did. I told him what I did. I wasn't lying to him. I said, you can check me out here if you want to take a listen to see what we do, to see what kind of show we run uh, before you you'll say yes or no or something. Maybe you might like to just talk for a minute and talk about some of your past stuff that's fun. Uh, we were basically a podcast for fans to get good stories from the people that used to be on TV they grew up watching. So he messaged me back and tells me his fee is $1,200. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so and he only did it because he didn't want to come on, which is fine. I, I'm not stupid. I, I understand. You throw an astronomical number out there. If I had told him, sure, he probably would have just ignored me anyway. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, you know, I don't think so. I don't want to talk about your flying burrito that well or anything you know, that much, <laughs> which is what they called his finishing move, by the way. His finishing move was his flying elbow. He, He'd throw him in the ropes and he'd bounce off the other rope. He'd come flying across with an elbow and a forearm. He called it the flying burrito. <laughs> I don't know why. Was this anyway. when he was El Matador or when he was part of Strike Force? No, this is even before Strike Force in El Matador. He was just a, he was just Tito Santana. Oh wow! And then then he did uh, Strike Force with Rick Martel, and then he was El Matador because Vince McMahon at the time thought that everybody had to have a stupid gimmick. <laughs> so Tito Santana obviously. Had to be somebody that had something to do with, you know, bulls or something. Yeah. So he's the El Matador. Then you had Ricky the Dragon Steamboat with a dragon headdress on. Oh it's my goodness! You know stuff. this this episode is going to have to be um, Christmas special hashtag wrestling. <laughs> it is hashtag wrestling hashtag silver spoons hashtag, hashtag Elf. <laughs> hashtag as always they go off topic. Just <laughs> we slash, always do. slash a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you know it's funny. 
I've been asked before about this. Everybody, anybody who listens to the show knows that my show never 100% stays on topic. It just can't happen because <laughs> they know this is a show of reminiscing and stuff like that. And when people start reminiscing on stuff, oh, it just into twines into everything. It does. Your mind strays and wanders because it ties to this, it ties to that. Exactly. It's hard not to stay on topic sometimes, but um, Christmas specials, uh, movies. Was there a TV movie that you liked that was made specifically for Christmas? It could be something that was based on a TV show. It could be just uh, a movie that's just made specifically for Christmas. Wow, a TV movie. I'm trying to think. The most I remember are just like the series making their own special. But... During the yeah, holidays, they also right. had the the Sunday the Sunday night Disney movie or whatever. Well, yeah, the, the the Sunday night movie, just like that, things come on. Like one that I remember specifically that was I never watched when I was younger, but was brought up to me within the last couple of years by one of my friends, and I watched it. And I was like, "How did I never watch this? This was great." But um, it starred Tom Wilpat and John Schneider, Owen Luke Duke, mm-hmm. and uh, they played brothers uh, who were truck drivers who were supposed to deliver this uh, truck full of toys and stuff to a place in Alaska. So the movie is called um, Christmas Comes to Willow Creek. So if you're a fan of the Dukes of Hazard uh, or just mm. these two guys in general, you you might like the movie. Uh, that's one that stood out to me. There was a Smoky Mountain Christmas with Dolly Parton and um, some people in that. That was pretty decent. Um and then, of course, we got our Christmas musical specials. I was just going to say that. I just I remember um, like the Solid Gold Christmas and mm-hmm. what is Motown Christmas. There was a bunch of those just musical type right. specials. They, right. And Wasn't there always, a Sesame Street one where they had I'm a sure. bunch of stars in them? Oh, yeah, I'm sure there was. Sesame Street always had specials, too. I think where they would bring actors on the show and everything. And then the specials for the holidays and such would be even bigger than the regular show they would have. It's just kind of like the Muppets in a way, if you think about it. Sesame Street would be considered like the Muppets. Yeah, no, there's definitely quite a few that are kind of glimpses coming back to me. I'm going to have to search for them now. See, that's what you'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> but they, tonight. <laughs> that gives you some TikTok slash YouTube slash Instagram ideas. You're already doing 28 days of commercials, right? Yes. <laughs> I think I think it was 28 days, right? Uh 25. 25, 25 days of okay. Christmas commercials. <laughs> right. Right. And you and you're having what uh, how many in so far? Is it just day by three. day? Three. Yeah, just three once so a day. far. Okay. So, you've got that going on for you. You could always tack on something a little bit separate and research these things and get a few little clips or talk about some of the ones that you had found that you had forgotten about. That'd be cool. So there's definitely a lot of material for Christmas. Yes. Well, unfortunately, we're probably running out of material to bring up for the specials because we can only remember <laughs> we can only remember so much. Um, so I'll go ahead and save us both the trouble and put us out of our mer- uh, misery. I started to say mercy. I can't <laughs> talk this week. Put us out of our misery and have mercy on us and get us out of this situation. Um, but no, uh, is there anything else before we cut off tonight? Anything else you can think of that you want to bring up about Christmas specials? Um, hmm. I guess just as, as great it is to remember the Christmas specials, all the 
the bumpers that came with it. Because I'm remembering that, um, which I'm actually posting along with bumpers, uh, commercials that came on when the special was on. So that's why I'm including the bumper for like Frosty Returns or all the ones that I found so far. Um, we now return to Smurfs Christmas special or we now return right. to, you know, whatever Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Did um, I see one of your commercials you did? Was it an ET commercial? Oh, for the game, yes. Yes, I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> That's another one. It's so great. Not the game, but the commercial. No. The, okay, the Atari the game? Hype. Is that what it was? <laughs> yes, the, the hype. The Atari game was awful. To it, all the commercials, the ads, and just everything was even to have it. I don't, do I have ET? I might have ET. But just the, you got to have ET if, if, if you have Atari or you're an Atari fan. Not because the game was good, but just because it just represents the time period. But we will tell you the game is awful. <laughs> yes, we will. There's I don't even of, know what the point of that game was. I never figured it out. Me neither. There's plenty of fun games on Atari that you can play. The, the, the graphics are not good compared to what you're used to today. But the premise of the games were fun. You know, Pac-Man, yes. Missile Command. Even Space Invaders. There was a there was a game called Mega Mania that I really loved. Not many people remember it, but um, it, it was always fun. I did, I never <clears> I don't <throat> even know. I just would always get killed somehow. I don't I don't know what the point of what was Pitfall it that I was, was supposed to do. Yeah, Pitfall yeah. was great. Yeah, P Pitfall was a big one at the time when it came out for it. Frogger was a yes. big one at the time. You had your Dig Dug. You have. Gosh, I could go on all day about older games too. Space Invaders, Asteroid, Circus you know, Atari, so many, yeah. And Circus Atari was a simple game. It was it was so stupidly simple. But Just it's like one combat. of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. And it's addictive, like it's like you know all these balloons flying across the top of the screen and you get this little teeter totter thing. You got one person on there and you jump over, hit the little teeter totter thing and launch them in the air. You just catch them when all. they come. Yeah, catch them when they come down to land on it and propel you up in the air. Then catch yourself back on it and propel the other one back in the air until all the balloons are popped and gone. That's your that's your goal. All right. Once you <laughs> achieve that goal, you go to a different minute, to a different one. Set right. up differently, same thing. A little more exciting than Pong, but <laughs> a lot more exciting than Pong. Okay, you brought Pong up. You can't bring up Pong to heaven. I believe it was called Oh, I started to say Berserk, but it's not Berserk. Um What's the one where they get the lines going across and you bounce the ball up to knock a hole in the line so you open it up and it goes oh all across goodness. the top, bouncing around like that top. And then they got a super uh, breakout. Mm, There's okay. breakout and super breakout. Those were always fun. And similar to Pong because the ball will come out the bottom and you got to take the little circle controller to turn your little thing at the bottom to catch it and knock it back up again. So the paddle? It, yeah, you had a little, little paddle like Circus Atari would use. Mm -hmm. With the knob, you turn it to move your yes. thing side to side, and you catch the balls. It comes back down, and it bounces it back up, whether at an angle or straight back up and down. However you do it, it's up to you of how you aim it. But that's your whole point. And when it goes to at the top, and it goes to bouncing around everywhere, it's knocking out large chunks here and there. So you've got just little bits spread out across the screen, and you've got to hit it just right to hit that thing and just knock it and destroy it until the screen's completely blank. It's such a simple yes. concept. It's a simple concept, but it's addictive and fun. You'd be on it for hours. Yes, yes. 
And uh, that's another thing for Christmas was waiting to see if you got that Atari that year or what Atari game you might have gotten that year or something, too. So. Yes, Atari was definitely um, a little before my time, but I played it because my older brother. For me, it was yeah. Nintendo. I was going to see, I was going to ask you one question before we left. I was going to say Atari, Sega Genesis, NES. Oh, I, was a, I was a Nintendo girl. Yeah. Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo was my, my system of of the time again yeah. i had atari because my brother had it but everybody my age at the time wanted nintendo because that was the latest thing and super mario it's all about the, i never had sega the nes was the most fun i did have a sega genesis two years after i had a nes um, i went and bought one myself i think i did as far as the genesis goes i only wanted it for a couple of games because my friend had a sega genesis and I get to play some on his, like uh, um, Altered Beast and Shinobi and stuff. But I wanted it for the John Madden football games. That's where the Madden football games originated, <laughs> was on Sega Genesis. So I wanted them for that. They were so much fun to me. And that, you know, otherwise, Nintendo, the NES, that was my that was my game. So. Yes, loved it. All right. Well, I think, thanks for doing this bonus episode with us. I really sure, appreciate no it. It's, all, it's always it's, fun. It's it's always a blast talking to you. You're so much fun talking to you about this stuff because you have a lot of the same likes and memories that I do on here. So it's always fun talking with you about it. So as always, we'll have to find something else and get you back on here. We we talked about other movies before that weren't Christmas movies. I just thought maybe you'd like a Christmas movie this year. Oh, so. yes. Um there's nothing like the holidays. Nothing like the holidays. Uh, so we've done a Christmas story so far this month. We've got this as our bonus episode. That's going to play in between the other one. And the other one we're doing, just to go ahead and put it out there for everybody, is Prancer. Uh, now that will be Travis coming back for Prancer. He's actually got an open weekend coming up. So he said, I'm dying to get back into it. Let's do Prancer. It's a good I movie. Said, okay. I, I had seen it for the first time two years ago. I hate to say that. But <laughs> First time I saw it two years ago. I actually reached out to Rebecca Tickell to see if she could come on and talk about it with us. And I didn't expect to get an answer. I probably won't get an answer. But if I do, that would be awesome. I mean, I didn't expect other people to answer in the past. It's come on. So, I mean, if she does, that's great. It'll be fun. If not, we're still going to talk about Prancer and we're going to have a good time with it and everything. So, uh, as it says uh, on the, should have said on the screen, right below my name, actually. I couldn't find it for a second. Tis the season, so uh, that'll be our last one for December. We'll start the new year off with some new movies and everything, and uh, I got a list of movies set to come out that I think you guys are all going to like. And Sydney, if I'm not mistaken, there's a couple of them you mentioned you liked as well, so maybe in January sometime, or even maybe as early as uh, late as February, I'll hit you back up again and see if you want to come oh, back definitely. on. Definitely. That'd be great. Or if you just know something you want to do and want to do another one, send me a message say, hey, let's do this. Let's do this one. Like, Sounds right. good. Like, right, I know where to find you. <laughs> know where to find me. I'm not hard to find. Uh, everybody, we hope you've got a very great Christmas this year, honestly, and that you've had time with your family and everything and then have a lot of fun. It's not all about the presents, but they are nice. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you all have a great one, Cindy. The same goes for you as well. Hope you have a great Christmas this year. Thanks Thank for being you. on here with us. Likewise. And, uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening tonight. Take care.